Good morning to you all. Good I thank you for inviting me and for the privilege of sharing uh, the word of God with you all. I bring greetings from my home assembly in Colombo and from uh, my family. Lydia is now with you all, and I'm happy to hear of the progress she makes in her spiritual life. I have been uh, traveling in the last uh, three weeks in the East, uh, and I was able to see many of the historical sites, the monuments and the memorials uh, that remind us of the history of your great nation, founded on the principles of liberty and freedom from oppression. Uh, I was happy to be here on the 4th July and was able to celebrate liberty. I think uh, we who uh, come from lands where oppression and persecution um, uh, our, our reality, uh, we are able to appreciate very much the value of liberty because we yearn for it every day of our life. But let us be reminded that we have liberty in Christ, Amen. our Lord and Savior. Amen. Now, I would like to share with you today a few thoughts on sacrifices and also things uh, which are more important than sacrifices. Let us uh, read in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Here we read about uh, the occasions that we gather like this, where we can bring a sacrifice of praise and that is called the fruit of our lips. When we come to remember our Lord Jesus Christ before God. And Bible calls it a sacrifice. And then in the verse that follows, uh, verse 16, we read, but to do, but to do good and to communicate, forget not, 
for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Here we see that uh, we are to do good works and to be helpful and that we ought to uh, give God his portion of all that we possess, not to be selfish, not to hold back what we should give to God. So these are some of the sacrifices. And there is one another which I would like to refer uh, in Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Here we see that God wants us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, that is, completely being committed to him in every aspect of our life. Have you ever done it? In other words, are you living your life for God? It is easy to live for ourselves, but let us understand that Christian life is a life of sacrifice. So these are some of the passages where sacrifices are mentioned. But I would like to speak to you uh, today about things which are considered more important than sacrifices. Let us read in Micah chapter 6. Micah chapter 6, reading from verse 6 to 8. Wherewith shall I come before the Lord, and how myself before the high God? Shall, shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves of a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams? or with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body, for the sin of my, of my soul? Here the prophet is asking what he should offer as a sacrifice, whether it is thousands of rams or uh, thousands of rivers of oil or his firstborn. But then the answer is given by the prophet himself in verse 8. I read verse 8, He hath showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. So the prophet mentions three things, the first of which is to do justly. And these things are mentioned as things more important than sacrifices. In the New Testament, we read of Christian masters. And 
we know that Christian masters uh, are told to be Christian masters are told to give their servants that which is just and equal, knowing that they also have a master in heaven. And not only Christian masters, even Christian servants are exhorted uh, to, to obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And they are told that whatsoever they do, to do it heartily, as to the Lord and not unto man, knowing that the Lord, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. So in this we see that uh, Whatever we are, whether we are masters or servants, or uh, whatever we do, we are to do things in a just and a righteous way. So uh, it is important that we do justly, which is more important uh, than sacrifices to be honest and truthful. The second thing that Micah mentions is to love mercy. That is to care. Many people are honest, but some are, can be a bit cold and hard. Micah says that you need to be sympathetic too. Uh, we know, uh, we remember uh, Joseph, uh, of Nazareth, and we see that we read about uh, Joseph, and uh, it says that it, it says uh, that when his mother, uh, when Mary was exposed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now what is Joseph going to do about this situation? And it says there, Joseph, a husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. That means, <coughs> He could have made it a public issue uh, and then bringing uh, shame to her. But he wanted to um, spare her of that and to put away her privily. Uh, it seemed, we see that he was compassionate and wanted to show sympathy. So that's an example for us. And the third thing that Prophet the Micah mentions is to walk humbly. We know that uh, two men are mentioned in the scriptures as walking with God. 
One of them uh, is Noah. We read that Noah walked, Noah walked with God, but then uh, it is said that Noah did not go all the way until the end of the journey. We know that after the flood, uh, he made a vineyard, and you know that uh, he was drunk, and there was sin, and that led to sin. Uh, so there is a need for consistency in walking with God. We need to be careful. Another person that is mentioned as walking with God is Enoch. It says that Enoch walked with God and he was not for God to him. That is without dying. We also awaiting the time that we will be raptured to heaven and the Lord could come at any time. And in a moment, we could be taken up. And Enoch is a picture uh, of the rapture. Until then, it is important for us to walk with God. Uh, an illustrationist uh, told about a man, a climber, who climbs mountains. And one day, as he was climbing way up, he had a heart attack and he died. And they took him down and they buried him. And on his tombstone, it was written that he died climbing. He died climbing. Uh, spiritually speaking, are we living our life on the ascendancy or uh, are we living, uh, growing in spirituality or, or are we spiritually climbing? So at the end of our lives, we'll be in a position of climbing or are we like Noah uh, who was declining in his later years? So it is more important uh, then sacrifice to walk humbly with our God. It means that we start each, each of our days walking with God, that is, reading the Bible, praying at the start of each day, start with God, and walk with him throughout the day. Amos chapter 3 and verse 3, can two walk together except they be agreed. If you got to walk with God, you have to be in agreement with him. Meet him by appointment every day in the morning and bring your petitions to him by prayer and listen to him, listen to what he has to say through his word. and walk humbly, not to be proud. So sometimes pride comes with success. And sometimes when we come overcome temptation, there is pride in our lives, and then which leads to a fall. Therefore, we need to walk humbly with God. And I think 
as one someone said, the the believer and the unbeliever have a common problem or a common sin, that is pride. He said, thinking about it, sometimes I think uh, it must be very true because when unbeliever doesn't accept the gospel because uh, he has pride or he's, he is proud that he's willing, not willing to accept his faults and sins. And even the believer, uh, believers sometimes uh, are not willing to accept correction uh, or chastisement or to correct their ways. And again, pride is the main reason uh, that stumbles them. So as we see uh, in Micah, uh, we are to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly, and these things are more important than sacrifice. Secondly, we will consider another passage, um, which, is, which is in 1 Samuel, uh, chapter 15. This is a long passage, so I will read only a few selected verses. Uh, 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 3. Now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. So in this, in this uh, incident, we are told uh, Saul, the King Saul was told to destroy the Amalekites completely. Uh, everything and every one of them. And then in verse 4 we read, And Saul gathered the people together and numbered them. Uh, sorry, we'll uh, read verse 9. Um, verse 9, But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and the oxen and the fatlings and the lambs and all that was good and would, would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refused, that they destroyed utterly. So we see here that they have spared certain, uh, certain animals and also uh, the king Agag. And then in verse 14, we continue. And Samuel said, now Samuel coming to know uh, this, uh, he confronted uh, Saul, and in verse 14 we read, and Samuel said, what manner, what meaneth then this bleating of the sheep in mine ears and the lowing uh, of the oxen which I hear. Verse 15, we read the reply uh, that Saul gave Samuel, verse 15, and Saul said, they have, they have brought, they have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. We see here Saul uh, saying that they have brought, that is, he is not accepting responsibility, but he is putting the blame on the people, saying that they have brought, and then uh, he also gives an excuse. Uh, he says he, uh, they have brought the animals to sacrifice unto the Lord. That is just an excuse uh, at this time. And verse 20, I read, And Saul said unto Samuel, uh, he continues, 
uh, he says, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and I brought Agag, the king of the Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. And then he says in verse 21, But the people took up the spoil. He says, The people took up the spoil, sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which should have which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Verse 22, And Samuel said, Had the Lord, had the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. Yes, Samuel says that it is obeying the voice uh, to obey is better than sacrifice. So in this um, incident, we see that uh, they were, uh, Saul was not uh, fully obedient, but he was partially obedient uh, in that uh, we see that partial obedience is no obedience at all. And Saul was told to obey is better than sacrifice. Christian life is a life of sacrifice, but to obey the word of God is more important. We you know uh, in the life of Abraham uh, was also partially obedient uh, to God at the start. God called him to leave his country, to leave his family, and to a land that he will show. Uh, Abraham left the country, but, not, but did not leave his family. He took his father with him. He set out, uh, but he did not go to the land uh, shown to him initially and stopped, and he went to, into Egypt. Uh, and we see that uh, God did not speak to him there. Uh, in the life of Abraham, we see uh, four altars, but in Egypt, he had no altar. Only after his father died and he left Egypt, uh, he had communication with God. So we see here the importance of obedience to the word of God. When God saved you, it was because you were obedient to the gospel, obedient to the faith. And it leads to a life of obedience. Are you obedient to the word of God in a practical way? Obedient to it, uh, obedient to the Lord in the home, in the workplace, and in the church. Saul could say that he was obedient to the word of God, but uh, in reality, he was not fully obedient. And in, in verse 24 of the chapter that we were reading, he says, I feared the people and obeyed their voice. I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Uh, in other words, uh, he obeyed the people instead of obeying God. There is a biblical principle, uh, which is to obey. Uh, we are to obey God rather than man. And finally, one last passage. Uh, it is in Matthew chapter 5. You'll remember it is the Sermon on the Mount. And there we see Matthew chapter 5, 
and verse 22. Matthew chapter 5, reading from verse 22. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother had aught against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way first. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer the gift. Here we see that um, a dispute between a person is uh, having a dispute with his brother, then he brings a sacrifice to God. Uh, Maybe uh, in the previous verses, uh, he would have used bad language. In verse 22, uh, 23, we read about that. Uh, so he is, to, uh, he is told not to, uh, to leave the sacrifice at the altar and to go and to be reconciled unto his brother, and then to come and offer his sacrifice, as we read in verse 24. It says, first be reconciled to thy brother. This passage speaks about priorities, things that needs to be done first. First be reconciled to thy brother. Actually, in the Sermon on the Mount, we see there are a few verses, few other verses, where are things which are a priority are mentioned. In chapter 3, sorry, chapter 6 and verse 33, chapter 6 and verse 33, we read that, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So here's another priority given, that first we are to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In chapter 7 and verse 5, we find another priority. Chapter 7, verse 5, Thou, thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat uh, out of thy brother's eye. That is, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye. That is, in other words, to first to correct ourselves before we correct others. So that is given as a priority to be done first. So here we see that uh, when a person brings a sacrifice, or even uh, when we remember our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, in a meeting like this, uh, we bring a sacrifice of praise, but we are told to be reconciled to our brother uh, first. So we have seen some of the things which are mentioned as more important uh, than sacrifice. As, uh, as Micah put it, that we are to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly, uh, which is more important than sacrifice. And Samuel tells Saul that it is, it is to obey is better than sacrifice. And the Sermon on, on the Mount, we read that we must have a right relationship 
with our brothers, that is more important, that first we have to be reconciled to our brothers before we offer our sacrifices. So I, I think, uh, I hope this would have been an encouragement to you. Let's close with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank thee that we could gather this day to remember our Lord Jesus Christ and also to study thy word. And we see that there are things which are, we are to do justly and to love mercy and walk humbly before our God. And we need to be obedient and we need to be reconciled one to another. And in every aspect of our Christian life, we are to um, walk with thee. So we pray that we will be helped and blessed in our walk with thee as we progress in our spiritual life. We ask all this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.